Mother, I said. He wants me to practice the gift, the undoing. And I don't want to, and it makes him angry. I know, she said. She went on adjusting the hang of the jacket, and then stopped and looked at me. Up at me, because she was kneeling and I standing. That's something I can't help either of you with. You see that, don't you, Oric? I don't understand it. I can't meddle in it. I can't come between you and your father, either. It's hard when I see you both unhappy. All I can say to you is, it's for you, for all of us, that he asks this of you. He wouldn't ask it if it were wrong. You know that. She had to take his part and his side, of course. It was right and just. But also it was unfair. Unfair to me that all the power should be on his side. All the rights, all the reasons. That even she had to be on his side. Leaving me alone. A stupid, stubborn boy. Unable to use my power, claim my rights, or speak my reasons. Because I saw that unfairness, I would not even try to speak. I drew away into my furious shame, my stone tower, and stood mute inside it. Is it because you don't want to harm creatures that you don't want to use your power, Oric? She asked, quite timidly. Even with me, she was timid, humble before this uncanny gift she knew so little of. But I would not answer her question. I did not nod or shrug or speak. She glanced into my face, then looked back at her work and finished it in silence. She slipped the half-made jacket off my shoulders, held me briefly to her, kissed my cheek, and let me go. Twice after that, Canock asked me if I would try my gift. Twice I silently refused. The third time, he did not ask, but said, Oric. You must obey me now. I stood silent. We were not far from the house, but no one else was around. He never tested or shamed me before other people. Tell me what you're afraid of. I stood silent. He faced me, close to me, his eyes blazing. So much pain and passion in his voice that it struck me like the lash of a whip. Are you afraid of your power, or afraid you don't have the power? I caught my breath and cried out, I am not afraid. Then use your gift. Now, strike anything. He flung out his right hand. His left was clenched and held to his side. No, I said, shaking and shivering, holding both my clenched hands to my chest ducking my head because I could not stand the blaze of his eyes. I heard him turn and go. His steps went down the path and into the courtyard of the house. I did not look up. I stood staring and staring at a little clump of broom just leafing out in the April sunlight. I stared at it and thought of it black, dead, withered. But I did not lift my hand or use my voice or my will. I only stared at it 
and saw it green, alive, indifferent.